find your spot, put it in park. Here we go. What is up, everybody? Deaver here across the country with my producer and my co-host, Bush. What's up, everybody? Just landed back from L.A., man. What a trip. And Jimbo, producer? How we doing, boys? I've just been here doing the same old thing in New Jersey. Well, we don't want to give you major FOMO from uh, this story, but we're about to break down our L.A. excursions. Bush had the pleasure of being out here, uh, staying with me for a week while I'm on special assignment in Los Angeles. Whose uh, pleasure was it? Whose pleasure was it? It was mine. I, I needed some, <laughs> some signs of life out here in a one-bed studio, so it's been nice to talk to somebody other than the people from work, um, even though they're cool. Um, I guess first off, I kind of want to apologize for the delay. We were filming a ton of content, um, gathering a ton of content, whether we were at the Dodgers game, the Kings game, or golfing, putting stuff on our story. So podcast got delayed a week. Tried to do while we were out there, but just sit down for an hour, hour and a half to record. Just uh, wasn't in the plans in La La Land. So um, with that, Bush, you want to start us off? First day, you were out here Monday. Yeah, man. So obviously early morning, you know, get on the flight and, uh, you know, Danielle and I, my girlfriend, we're, we're heading out and uh, uh, smooth flight. Six hours, though, man. Cooped up for six hours. Not really my style. Dude, it's the worst. It's the worst trek. You're in a tin can for six hours. Yeah. You, you really can't get up and move around. No. And dude, and just to cap it all off, uh, I had the I had an aisle seat. So I wasn't able to look out the window and get all the sights and views. It, dude, like, I don't know. I hate having the aisle, man. I don't do the flight unless I have exit row and window. I, like, I won't do it. I'll schedule another flight. I'll go the next day. If I don't have to be out there, I will schedule it the next day. I need window, emergency exit row. 9F on, <laughs> it's on Alaska Airlines. My seat is 12F on American. And I just rock the same two <laughs> over and over again. Damn, first world problems, dude. Right. So you touch down, you Uber to my spot, we get a little bite to eat, and then that night, the first night, we boom, Kings tickets right off the bat. How'd you like Staples Center? Uh, dude, being in LA and looking at their athletic facilities, we'll talk about Dodger Stadium in a few, but we are so lucky with our athletic complex in yeah. South Philly, man. I'll tell you what, that was... I don't know. Man. It was it was very underwhelming. It was cool being in the city and whatnot, looking at coming out of the stadium, looking at all the high buildings, but... The stadium itself was foggy, which you said it's foggy. so weird. Every time – I went to a Clippers game last weekend, and every single time I'm in that building, no matter if it's hockey, basketball, I'm sure if you saw a concert there, foggy. It's so weird. It's not even a second-level thing. It's not a first-level thing. It's in the concourse. It's not even just like on the ice or out in the stadium. It's like on the concourse. It just has like this haze to it. I don't know what it is. I can't figure it out. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of that, but, I mean, uh, I will credit them. They – they kind of use it to their advantage a little bit with the light show that they put on, which is, it's cool, but the light show is pretty sick in the beginning. Yeah. That's about the only good thing I really took away from it. Uh, the hockey actually was a chippy game. The, uh, Kings were playing the flames and yeah. the flames or a flames guy got laid out, laid out. It was on uh, some hockey council. We followed the guy got trash and to see it live firsthand. Um, I hope he's okay. I, th- I think he, and he ended up like kind of skating off with some help, but, uh, Chippy game, saw the Jersey boy, Johnny Gaudreau. Um, I think he had one goal in that game. I don't have his entire stat line, but appreciate one goal there late after we were wondering, where's Johnny Gaudreau? And boom, all of a sudden pops up like lightning. Some people call him the second best player in the league, but we'll save that debate for a slow podcast. Yeah, man. I, uh, 
I remember literally you turning around and going, where's Goudreau at, man? And the guy behind you was like, I don't know. He's, he's been absent all game. Two seconds later, he drills Bing. a goal. <laughs> and you're like, oh, there he is. <laughs> oh, there, there he is. Yep. So really, we had one target throughout the entire game was to find that shell of a mascot, Bailey. Bailey's yeah. the king's lion-shaped mascot. And uh, he's been causing some trouble on, on the Twitter sphere with grit. Yeah, he has been, man. I, I'm, it's pissing me off. As a Philly guy, Gritty's our baby, and all he, this guy does is trash Gritty on the on the twit, man. I, I, it's crazy. There's a uh, there's a tweet that Gritty posted, and it was Gritty playing in the snow, completely naked, like just all orange fur. It was pretty hilarious. Bailey comments on the tweet and writes. Oh look, it's gritty in the snow. Everybody lose their mind. And sure enough, the tweet got like fifty thousand retweets or something ridiculous. And 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 Bailey's over here just like like trying to be funny, but in reality, he just looks like an absolute asshole. Yeah. Besides the the little uh, replies he's been sent to gritty, uh, he they started an entire campaign. Bailey and a couple other, um, I guess, hurt mascots. Hashtag 29 NHL mascots. Kind of showing the league like, yo, it's not just gritty, but actually. It is just gritty. I mean, people didn't even know that the mascots in the NHL weren't even that big of a thing until Gritty came into the frame. And, and he's taken it by storm down one season already. And he has he has more followers than any other NHL mascot, more social media impressions than they could have even imagined at the Flyers. And uh, Bailey's just lost in the dust. So me and Bush, we tried to uh, mess with a little bit. Bush. Yeah, yeah. So actually, one more thing to add along with that. Bailey, the reason Bailey is so salty about Gritty mm. is that Bailey was was quotes the most famous mascot in the nhl prior to gritty he had about 56,000 twitter followers or something like that like pretty reputable i mean 56k on the follows is pretty solid but once gritty came along in the first 24 hours he had what 200,000 yeah yeah like something ridiculous so yeah so we find bailey just banging the drum standing like a statue and every 50 seconds he'd be banging the drum to get the crowd going very poor crowd interaction and then long long story short we're like yo let's go intercept we gotta bailey. go we gotta go yeah let's go intercept bailey and do our little thing that we have planned so diver and i what we did was wore our gritty shirts underneath of our jackets and we wore zip ups purposely so we could unzip so what we did was we get this we get this picture all squared up and we have somebody filming for us and as we're posted for the picture, we unzip and reveal our gritty shirts, and he has no idea. So he so take, at, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. So we take the picture slash video with the entire time as a video, and <laughs> and Gritty starts or sorry, uh, Bailey starts to like shrug away, you know, walk away. All right, thanks guys for the picture. And Justin pops out in front of him and full on Superman opens up his jacket to a huge picture of Gritty and just shouts. One NHL mascot, baby. One NHL mascot. <laughs> it takes the furry thing like one second to kind of react, think about like, wait a minute, where where am I? What is going on? And yeah. then he lashes. He lashes straight out yeah. for Bush. Cho- like kind of decks him up against the wall a little bit. They yeah. kind of got squeezed in between some people and then chases him down the concourse. Yeah. Chucks a chair, chucks like this huge yeah. metal bar stool at one of these uh, cocktail tables in the concourse and then chase Bush down the concourse. Yeah, it was two things. One, it was the fastest I've ever ran in like four, <laughs> four or five years. And two, his staff in the background was like, Bailey, no, no, stop, Bailey, please stop. Don't do it. What are you doing? <laughs> and like, it was just the whole thing was, was crazy. So then, so get this to our listeners here. 
we submit the video on the social and we f- and the flyers get a hold of it somehow the flyers put it up on gritty social media they put it up on the flyers social media and gritty's handlers have a men in black account i don't know if you ever heard of it it's called gritty mib they put it up on all three major social media accounts totaling way over 100,000 followers like maybe even over 200,000 followers free parking pod got reposted by the Philadelphia Flyers it was so awesome if you haven't seen the video yet check it out on our Instagram pretty sure it's in one of the uh, highlighted stories up top Um, we'll post it on the feed later um, when we want to look back on it just laugh I can't believe they posted we woke up the next morning because it was so late here they didn't see it they didn't get in the office and we woke up even early eight o'clock but it's already you know 11 o'clock noon on the east coast and I'm just scrolling through my Instagram, just I would any other morning, and all of a sudden, boom, the gritty page posted this posted this video. It was it was awesome. Yeah, you know, wish wish we got video creds and got the tag from the Flyers, but it is yeah. what it is. I'm sure it's enough. Yeah, I'm sure it's enough. Yo, and then just to add, Bert Kreiser, you know the stand-up comedian who does like the shirtless Kind you know, the, of, yeah. the Russian mafia guy who like talked about how he was like in the when he went to Russia study abroad, whatever. He He's like a famous comedian. Anyway, he took a picture with Bailey uh, last night, I believe it was. Yeah, last night. Oh yeah, and it was yeah, it was a picture of them at the Kings game. And Bailey tweeted, "It was great to meet you, Bert Kreiser. I hear you're tight with Joe Rogan. Can you put me on the podcast?" And Bert Kreiser responds with that picture and says, "Sure thing, gritty." And tagged Gritty NHL. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just, Bailey's getting ripped on 24-7, and uh, in my opinion, he deserves it. So the next morning, we get up, saw the whole you know, social media stuff about our uh, Kings hit. Um, I had to go to work, so Bush had a little excursion to Santa Monica. Yeah, man. So we uh, take an Uber about 35, 40 minutes from Hollywood over to Santa Monica. 30, 30 to 35, whatever, 40-minute Uber no kidding was like 15 bucks like i i can't even get over how cheap the ubers are out there dude and every time we call an uber it it was there in a minute so there's no like getting ready there's no like oh call an uber like be done in 15 minutes like like it is in jersey like you call an uber and it is at your door at least where i am currently staying there are so many around you can just call it and go for dollars Yeah, so we we Uber to like a spot that's a little a little further back off Santa Monica. So what we do is we just load up our scooter apps and we find a Lime or Bird scooter and we were just ripping them down the pier. It was so sick. First time I've ever seen the Pacific Ocean. So I you know I was soaking it in, had my GoPro, looked like an absolute tourist. Not a tourist, not a tourist, tourist, tourist. Yeah, tourist. And uh, people were like giving me the hairy eyeball because I was putting the GoPro like right in their face. Um, there's this one funny clip that I, uh, that I actually got that I was, I was reviewing and this, it was, it was a homeless guy, but instead of him having like a need food, need money, like all this stuff, it was one sign that said pothead need money for weed. Like, like, I mean, I don't know. Naturally I, I didn't give him a penny. I just walked by and was like, ah, yes, F that. Like I'm, I'm out of here, but no, dude, like. It was brutally honest to the point where I was like, I might give you like a couple cents just because you made me laugh. Like, I don't know. <laughs> so then we were walking down the, uh, the pier. We see like rides and stuff. And I told Danielle, I was like, listen, I wish there was more roller coasters in Hollywood. Cause I'm a big roller coaster guy. She's like, yeah, there's some in Santa Monica. So I get there expecting like Wildwood, like, or ocean city, like semi legit roller coasters. And it was like, 
the little mouse ones that like make the sh- the, ting, the ting, ting, ting. yeah like ting 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 like how do they not fall off the railing? And uh, I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. I've, I'm not putting my fat ass in one of those little seats. So uh, I was like, yeah, we'll, we'll stick away from that. So then we were like, all right, let's hit this uh, rooftop bar. So we go and hit the rooftop bar. We meet up with a couple friends that just so happened to be out there when we were, and, uh, and it was fun. We got unnecessarily uh, a little tipsy at like two o'clock in the afternoon. It was so. Hey, that's five. It's, it was five o'clock at home. So as, <laughs> as Jimmy Buffett says, five o'clock somewhere. Wow, I didn't even think of that. We count that as valid. Yeah, Santa Monica is a cool place. I haven't done the pier itself. Uh, you know, definitely saw it. Uh, went down there last year. Um, if you go a little further, dude, Venice Beach is that is the freak show. If you thought that if you thought that Santa Monica was kind of questionable, you think like why was a little tough on the weekend sometimes? <laughs> you go to Venice Beach and there are just an array of street act performers, people selling you their mixtape. This is on the boardwalk. Like this is at the beach, like where you go to go swim. Right off it on the boardwalk, there was uh, you know the big like ivy girls on stilts that kind of just like walk around yeah. having, like disney world yeah. one of those was there um and then we sat down to eat uh this is last year and um you look to our right and there's a pianist pianist, pianist. Who, watch your mouth <laughs> watch your mouth who who looked like mozart or or really albert einstein crazed white hair and this guy slammed on the keys for the entire length of our meal, two hours, he slammed on the keys and played gorgeous, gorgeous, the most beautiful music I've ever heard from a piano <laughs> ever that was rolled out onto the boardwalk at Venice Beach. <laughs> That's crazy. And people dropped him dollars, but like it's so crazy that somebody can be so talented and, you know, end up there. But at least he was sharing his music with somebody. I don't know. It was just a crazy that that place. Next time you come back, Bush, you want to open up your eyes a little bit. Go to Venice Beach. Yeah. You know what? Actually, yeah. Uh- New flight's booked. I'll be there tomorrow. Um, for so I'm going to go just for Venice Beach. I was going to say, I would never book your flight just for Venice Beach. <laughs> so Bush gets back. I get done work. Bush gets back from Santa Monica, and we had a window at the course. We had a window at the course. We snuck out, uh, grabbed, some, grabbed some clubs and some balls, and grabbed a cart and just putzed around a couple holes. Uh, had a little match at Wilshire. Bush, how awesome. Dude, that was a dream come true for me to uh, to travel across the country and play the game that I play at least twice a week. It's just it was a dream come true, and the conditions on that course were pristine. You were telling me Mark Wahlberg's a member there, like it's legit. Yeah, some high profile members. It's it's right here in Hollywood where we host um, our ladies' professional tour event. Um, so the the club's gracious enough to to have me kind of putz around whenever I want, hit a couple balls, and. Uh, Dude, it was so much fun. I've never, I haven't played that well there ever. The first tee was a little shaky. I don't know if that one made the cut on the IG, but we. No, got it, it didn't. It, it didn't. Did. It didn't. It's a hidden tape. It may be released yeah. later. Yeah, um, I might, I might leak that. I might leak that. <laughs> yeah. No worries, because they saw the rest of the display I put on, and I just, I mean, I, I lost a couple contests, but I smoked you in the end, one by two holes. Yeah, that, uh, that was a whole fluke, dude. It, you're out there, you work on a golf course. You're telling me, you, yeah, you're telling me that you don't play and you work on a golf course. I'm a fool to believe you that you don't play. Dude, I, I swear I have not. I, 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 the last time I probably played was in the fall in New Jersey. That was it. I have not touched. We went to play one day, like, like a couple weeks ago. I went to play one day and kind of like a Florida rain. It was weird because it doesn't rain here. It just opened up downpouring on our particular fairway. Like the front nine was cool, the back nine was just getting soaked. I hit one shot, similar to my first tee shot when you and I played, right into the woods, and yep. then I caught it because I don't play in the rain. 
Yeah, let's be real. Your first tee shot didn't even make it to the woods. Uh, you, you know what? As a matter of fact, thinking back at it now, how did I not think of this? You owe me a drink for not making it past the ladies' tees on the first hole. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they were they were shared that day. It doesn't go up any further. That's the ladies' tee. Yep, yep, yep. Oh my god! So oh. any any positive yards there, no matter no matter what, was good. Unbelievable. So we get there and, you know, we're, we're chilling in the office that Dave's at and we're like talking to his boys that are in the office and whatnot. He's like, yo, like you want to use my, my set of clubs. So we're like, yeah, like whatever. Like we, I mean, like we were going to rent a uh, set, but we'll just borrow yours if you don't mind. He's like, no, I don't mind. We, he's like, yeah, it's right there in the corner. So Dave and I turn around and look at it in the corner, nothing but Patriots head covers, a Patriots bag. I was like, I bit my fist. I was like, "Ee God, uh, I don't know if I can so hit well, these. Though. We played so well, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, I mean, uh, head coming back at home. Yeah, long story short, I'm officially a Patriot again. Wow, that's <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> they win. I win at golf. I got to use their clubs. Yeah, got to. Got to. So we finish golf. We go over to uh, one of, I guess, like LA's kind of, there's so much good food in LA, but one of like, I don't know, it's delicacies is Korean barbecue. Um, so Koreatown's like, five miles even less from my place and it's actually the second largest korean population uh in the world next to korea itself this little this little couple stretches of street here in la um so we went to this one spot called hamji park that i went to twice last year everybody i know tells you you got to go there it's kind of a hole in the wall it's not like super big and trendy um but it's a korean barbecue spot that i i think bush almost had a aneurysm just looking at all the food they, they fill your entire table Yo, dude, so he comes out. It was one of those, like, cook-in-front-of-you places uh, to our listeners. And uh, just to give you a visual, it's a cook-in-front-of-you place. They come out, and it's not like a, it's not like we're going to whip the food up in front of you and drop it on your plate. It's we're going to come out, drop the food on the hot plate, and it's going to cook right in front of you. And you're going to have to sit there and be tortured watching this stuff cook. So he puts down a slab. Naturally, we were like, you know, we're splitting this meal. So let's just ball out and get as much. Yeah, like get a little bit get, of everything. Yeah, get a little bit of everything. So we got this. Uh, it was what was it called? Deeves a height height beer. Yeah, height is the beer. Yeah, it's Korean beer. Yeah, so we got hype beer. Total ripoff of Miller Lite. It, it's it's yeah. hype, H-I-T-E, and the L-I-T-E and Miller Lite, they look exactly the same. It's a white and blue bottle. It, it looks exactly the yeah, same. Anyway, it's literally, it's, it's identical. So we get the height, and he's like, and he gives us, what was the Sam? Sam? So, soju. So we get soju and this height, and he's like, yeah, you mix these together, blah, blah, blah. They, he gives us a shot glass with little, like, black lines on it, and he said... The, the third line, put it this way, the third line on a shot glass is about three quarters of the way up. It wasn't even all the way. He goes, if you fill that shot glass three quarters of the way up in this shot glass, you will not remember any of this meal. So naturally, <laughs> I did not do that because I wanted to remember the meal. So, But uh, yeah, you mix it with the height and you mix it with that. What was so, so Soju. 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 It's, like a, yeah. it's like a rice liquor so like there's rice wine i think which is sake this soju is like kind of a mix like it's not vodka but it's kind of like that i, I would say it's lighter it's it's like you can't like i can't sip liquor but like you can sip this and it's more of like a like a ceremonial korean thing like, it seems like they always just get it for the table when when we go out um but it's delicious so yeah it was a sh- soju bomb he called it bush soju bomb it was like a uh sake bomb uh sake bomb or like a um Jaeger bomb. And so, yeah, yeah, you fill that up, mix it with your height, and uh, it was good. We were cruising for the rest of our meal. We had some uh, ribs. Yep. Uh, and then one other cool thing about Korean barbecue or Korean dining is they 
deliver just a crap ton of sides. They just have like there's six or seven sides that are like staples at each restaurant and they dish them out and they're endless. So like these, I mean, they're weird, like it's either kimchi or like some weird broccoli, but like you get endless amount of them. So like when you want to cleanse your palate from eating, uh, you know, pounds of meat, you can, you can just grab one of these little, uh, little fermented cabbage things. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. They're okay. Dude. To say I had the meat sweats, <laughs> less than less than the half of the way into that meal is an understatement. I was drenched. I was dripping. I was like, "Oh, this is pretty salty." And I was like, "Oh wait, no, that's just my sweat." <laughs> so um, uh, I don't. I didn't eat breakfast the next day. You didn't have to. We were so full. Yo, we leave the Korean barbecue. This is awesome. So we leave the Korean barbecue, and Dave, take it from here because you're the guy who brought this whole thing up. So I call, so I call this Uber, and it's this. It, it pops up. You know, we're we're only going probably 10, 12 minutes away back to my place, and it's um, this guy has like four point nine stars and ten thousand confirmed Uber rides here in LA. And I was like, dude, I've been in an Uber with like a, a guy like this before here in LA with like ten, twenty thousand rides, and I. It was such a quick ride. I couldn't like ask him any questions, but he has to have some awesome stories. So as he pulled out, like, push, 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 get your voice record, voice memo on this phone right now. Cause this, this conversation is going to be awesome. We said to the guy, we're like, dude, if, if I had to get a Prius, this would be the one. Yeah, it was um, sick. It was, it was like a mini Batmobile, dude. He like tricked it out. It was pretty cool looking. So honestly, I don't want to commentate too much. Uh, I want Jim to plug it in here. This is our interview of the week with this Uber driver on our way home. He had some awesome stuff, which we'll chime in in uh, after, after you listen to the whole thing. But oh my God, here it is. I like the blackout Prius. It's sick. Oh yeah? Yeah, yeah it's pretty yeah. sick. Creeper, buddy. <laughs> Spotted you like we were like, oh man, that's when it. Passed, I was like, if I got a Pris, that would be. That would be <laughs> yeah. Dude, so I saw ten thousand rides. Did you? On your that's on your accurate. thing. That is accurate, my friend. You gotta give me your top two stories. Top two stories. The top three or one that you, you got a couple. Um. In a half mile, proceed really straight on North Kenmore really. Avenue. They just kind of like, oh damn, that happened. <laughs> <laughs> good enough. <laughs> um, good enough. I was out in Malibu, in the hills of Malibu. It's a good start. And I picked up this lady. Um, I drove. The, the house was nestled off in the cut, so she's standing there with like two army bags at the end of the driveway. She goes. So then I get out and I'm like putting her shit in the car, and all of a sudden there's this F-150 hauling ass down the driveway. And I look up and she's like, oh my God, we gotta go, we gotta go, we gotta go. Oh, jeez. Oh, shit. So, what? <laughs> so we get in the car and then this F-150 just pulls right up in front of me and stops. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Oh, no way. Get the fuck out. And she's like, um, she started speaking in Spanish. And so then she's, and then, so then I try to like go around and he pulls up and stops. And then I go this way and then he pulls up and stops. That's scary. And then she's like, just let me go. I'm going to call the police. I'm going to call. <laughs> And then so he rolled, he walks into my window and he's not really, he's not talking to me, but he's like yelling at her. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to call the police. And um, he's, he's just like <coughs> being belligerent and he ends up moving out of the way. And um, we, we proceed to go all the way to Long Beach and I had to hear about that story. All the way to Long Beach? Oh my God. Beach, my my God. What, they split? They, were, they, were... they had been together for 20 some years. No. <laughs> uh, and they had, 
he took care of her and her two kids and they had a kid together and they had separated for like five or six years and they, they kids so he was this guy that was like abusive behind closed doors like oh, his right, kids had no right. idea so the kids didn't understand why they didn't want to be with why she didn't want to be with him so apparently he told her that he had changed and all this and that and um after a few years of them being separated got back together in this particular time when i picked her up she said that Proceeds he had like North hit her in the back of the head Oh my and then act like he didn't do it. Like, he oh, was like, like oh full God. on, like, like a four year old. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know where it came from. I don't know what happened. You know, he was just, and then he started to make her think she was crazy. You know, because yeah. <laughs> he would be like so serious about it. Wow, that's weird. Yeah, so that one was nice. It's almost like a Netflix documentary. It type. was intense the way that he, the way that he came down that driveway. <laughs> and then, like, the you whole, were trying like, to, yeah, right. exchange of you <laughs> right. going back and forth. Yeah, I was like, oh, man. Man. Uh, uh, and then no. to drive what, like an hour and a half? Just to long? Like, he's the chief of uh, he's the chief of the fire department. Oh, oh my so goodness! He's just like, I'm, if I call the cops, it's over. So you better go. But make a left turn on Beverly Boulevard. Oh my god! Pretty gnarly. What is the what's the runner up to that one? I know you probably have a couple of just like drunk people stories, right? Yeah, you have drunk people. The drunk people are. Not that bad though. As long as they don't throw up in your car. Right. Yeah, do you ever have one of those? I've had three. Three pukes in the car? I've had three pukes. You're out of ten thousand though. Not yeah. I mean that's actually a pretty good percentage. <laughs> ten thousand, yeah. They all came like at the end of last year. So. Oh. Oh all at the same time. There were at least two of them were like in the same month. I was like, wow. <laughs> do I wanna be doing this? Well I mean you get one fifty a puke, so Yeah, yeah true. Yeah, yeah, it wipes right up off the leather. But. <laughs> Puke away. Right. <laughs> this, uh, <laughs> this Korean food might do it. So, uh, <laughs> have, it have at it. Have at it. Probably, I mean, I picked up. Um, no, I called it, dude. I called it. We don't be doing that. Yeah, true. Right. <laughs> it, I mean, you on my card. I called it. Oh, so, yeah, I know, right? 150. <laughs> yeah, it's like instantly, too. I'd be requesting that Venmo. <laughs> so, how does that work? Like, you just report you just it. report it just and take it's. Take pictures and send it in. That has to be the worst job to be the guy who has to look through those pictures oh, and try to verify. Some of them aren't that bad. Yeah. But some of them got to be pretty gnarly. Now, is it like just a speck? And you could do it with a speck of puke, or does it have to be like pretty it bad? Has to be full on. Because if it's something that, that doesn't prohibit you from, uh, if it doesn't take time out to like clean up, right. they won't give it to you. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Somebody did do like a tiny little spit up when I first started, and they didn't give it to me. Oh damn! Gross. But these last three were pretty. <laughs> how long have you been doing it? Like for ten thousand rides? No. Uh, October hit three years in October. Wow. wow. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. So I get around the city. You ever pick up anybody like I don't know, famous, like a name? I pick up Post Malone. What? Picked up yeah. Post? No I picked up Post. No with, shit. Um, White Iverson was on the radio. Wow. No way. And I had no idea who he was. <laughs> but I knew where I picked him up. I knew where I picked him up was the studio. Right. Um, no way. So it's like 7 in the morning. He gets in. He's going to his place. He's like, he lived in like Encino or something like that at the time. Okay. And uh, I was like, I mentioned that it was a studio. And he was like, he said that he was an artist or whatnot. And I was like, how's it going? He's like, it's going pretty good. <laughs> like, um, 
I don't know how that question came up, but if he had anything on the radio, maybe yeah. he mentioned it. And I was like, What's, what, what, what do you have on the radio? What I know, he's like, White Iverson. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. That's not your song. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, it is. And I, was, and I looked, I had no idea it was a white boy that even sang that. <laughs> right, right. So I saw him and I was like, that's pretty cool. Well, you you, know? you, your reply should be, congratulations. <laughs> that wasn't out yet. That I wasn't thought. out yet. <laughs> no, it wasn't out yet, no. Uh, so he was cool. Talked Good for you, It's like fueled by Zappos. Okay. Um, I forget what it's called, but they have like a lot of like large size shoes. Um, no, I'm, look, I'm, I'm just trying to see if I can set up a collaboration with the Oddball guys now. Do you have, cool. do you have do like some cross marketing with them? Do you yeah. have any like social media for your thing? I'll give it a follow. I do. Yeah. All right, so I hope you enjoyed that interview. We had an that was probably the best Uber ride I've ever had. Um, we talked, we heard about a couple of cool actors and and performers that he picked up on his route. Uh, one crazy story, and then at the very end, he brought up this uh, big and tall clothing line. And it actually, it's pretty funny that my six six frame was in the car that night. He handed out his card for um, oh, Bush. What's the brand called? Oublier. 
Oublier. So it's this yep. custom designed big and tall clothing brand. His Instagram uh, handle says something about um, clothing for the forgotten. So I, I don't know if you know this about me, but like I have a, I used to have a hard ass time finding clothes. Now I really know where to go. But like pants, dude, my, my inseam's 36 long. So like my suit jackets, it's, you know, it's like 44 long. I'm 44 extra long. And then obviously we don't have to talk about my shoe size. You know, I flew between a 16 and a 17. So I was super interested. The guy dropped off his card. And uh, we did some further Instagram research on this guy's company. Um, Bush, you want to tell about that? Yeah, so I'm looking into the company, and a lot of the pictures are him modeling the clothes because he's a big and tall guy. And just to just to kind of go back here for like two seconds, looking at him driving the car, this big guy driving the car, and then Deaver in the passenger seat, I was like, dude, this car is beyond top heavy right now, man. Like this is <laughs> in a Prius. This is, yeah, in a Prius. The car no, like. The engine was screaming. Yeah, dude. Like, if you could picture, like, just a nosedive, but imagine that going, like, on the road. That's literally what I pictured the car to look like. So, anyway, I look, I do some research, and I, I click on this guy's, like, personal profile off of Oublier's clothing website. Find out that not only was is our Uber driver uh, 10,000 rides, 4.9 stars, owner of a big and tall clothing company, he was a three-time Alabama football national champion. I didn't believe, I didn't know that. I didn't believe it at all. He didn't bring it no. up at all. I mean, you'd think he played sports just because how big, how big he was, but like, you did not think that at all. And to find out that we were in an Uber with a three-time national champion, um, owner of a, of a private label, big and tall clothing company, and uh, had some hilarious stories. So I hope you enjoyed that interview. And uh, Bush, we reached out. We're, I may be in the running for uh, for some free garb to be one of his uh, brand ambassadors. So yeah, man. When you get back on the East Coast, you could be an East Coast Oublier brand rep. I don't see why he wouldn't pick you, man. I really don't. Dude, it'd be awesome. I didn't know my modeling career would take off in an Uber, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's Alabama football three-time champ, and. <laughs> And there's a picture. Dude. This guy played for the Saints. Or the, the Seahawks. Oh my god. This guy played for the Seahawks. This is him in a jersey right here. It, oh it's god. his last name. Alright, so now breaking news. <laughs> Ex-NFLer as well. And Dude, that's it. him! That's, that's him. him! That's him! That's, that's him! him. That's him. <laughs> All right, so just uh, this is breaking news, actually. Just even for us, I did a little bit more research on this guy's personal social uh, Instagram. He was a professional football player for the Seattle Seahawks, and he's got multiple pictures of him in. He was a Pro Bowl. Shut up. Pro Bowl DJ DJ Fluker. This is him. This is him right here. I can't believe that. I'm just finding this out. One interesting ass Uber ride. Oh my god. Yeah. He was a so, pro bowler. He was a pro bowl. What position was he? Uh OG? What's yeah, OG? Offensive guard. Offensive guard. guard, yeah. Original gangster. Holy shit. Dude, that is crazy. That's live. That's, that, I know I know it's gonna be recorded, but that's like a live thing. We had we did not have that plan. Three time national championship was enough. That's wild, dude. That is we absolutely thought, wild. As soon as we saw Alabama, we should have thought he got drafted. Yeah, that's a good point. Another sight and sound to see while Bush was here in L.A. was historic Dodger Stadium. So he snagged tickets for Wednesday night's game against the division rival Giants. I mean, picture Mets versus Phillies, um, Phillies versus 
um, anybody right now. It seems like the Braves is their hot team, but just a heated rivalry. Um, and we got to see it firsthand. Bush, what was your thoughts on Dodger Stadium? Yeah, so just uh, just like I said about Staples Center, man, I love Citizens Bank Park, but you can't deny the history of Dodger Stadium, man. Like Jackie Robinson, so it's crazy. And there, and one thing I will commend Dodger Stadium about is not having a bad seat in the house. Like there was not no at all. No, um, even if you were in the you know three hundred, four hundred level, like we, which we were in the outfield, but if you were up there, I mean, you're on top of baseball. You are right there, front and center. Yeah, uh, like you're, you're gonna you're gonna catch a foul ball right in the jaw. Like that's how close there's are. not a bad seat in the house, but physically, pretty bad seats in the house. We were in the right field pavilion, which is uh, bleacher seats. So uh, our uh, CBP snobs uh, don't usually have a uh, have a chance to sit in those. That was kind of tough for the innings that we were there. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But you know what made it good was those all you can eat tickets that we got. Oh my that God. was sick. That was sick. Uh, literally sick though. We ate five hot dogs. We're about to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were like, "Yo, like, let's have a hot dog eating contest. Let's see how many we can do." We both get to five, and we're both like, we, uh, Yeah, we we actually split to get to the fifth. We actually had four and a half hot dogs. We we yeah. uh, drew the white flag at the same time there in right field. Yeah, yeah. So there's not only was it all you can eat hot dogs, it was all you can eat nachos, peanuts, soft drinks, and what else did they give us? Was there another thing? Uh, yeah, there was. Uh, something else, but popcorn, popcorn. popcorn. All you can eat, like all this random junk food, and me and Bush smacked a little bit of that, and then five hot dogs, and probably barely made it home. <laughs> yeah. So it was really funny. We were both sitting in the outfield, and like the game was going on. And I swear to you, there was there was a home run. Like every inning we were there, it was pretty sick. It was exciting, and the stadium was going loud. But there's me and Dave are both at four hot dogs, and he's got the fifth in his hand, and he's like, "Dude, I can't eat this. I, I really, I don't think I can eat this." And I'm like, "I'm like, yeah, I don't want it." And he's like, "Well, I'm gonna eat it. So if I eat it, I'm gonna have five, and you're gonna have four, and I win." And I was like. Rip that hot dog in half right now. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't lose. But uh, I, couldn't. I wasn't going back downstairs to get another hot dog because the line was so long at that point. So even even if I did want to beat you, uh, no chance. No chance. I was sitting in that line. Yeah, that those hot dogs, man, like they smelled so oh, much better than they so, did. Yeah, they did not taste good at all. They, and then we had like we got three at a time. So at the very end, like the last one was cold and oh. <laughs> So, dude, and how about getting into that stadium? How much of a pain in the ass is it to get in and out of that place? Listen, man, the traffic in L.A. is, as you know, brutal. But it's that would not deter me from living out there for at least a year and a half, two years. I really, really liked it out there. The traffic to the game, yeah, bad, but... Not even know. the traffic to the game, though. Like, once you got in there, dude, you had to, we had to walk like a mile from where we were, where we got dropped off via Uber. They have a big issue with like how many Ubers get taken there because there's so many here in L.A., they have this huge, like, on your way out, you get dropped in, like, a certain lot, and then on your way out, there's, like, this holding pen. It's literally, like, I don't know, 25 yards by 25 yards, like, a big space. And they have six lines of Ubers that just line up all the way back to the street. And you have to stay in this holding pen with God knows how many people until your Uber calls you and says, I'm in lane six. And you can't until he messages you and says, lane six, you can't leave this pen. Thank God we, le- Thank God we left early. Because I've been in that pen last year with just short, damn it, I burped again, shoulder to shoulder with people. <laughs> um, yeah, no, man, it was actually like nothing I've ever seen before. It, you were telling me that they have it down in Dallas now, too, but it's very smart. They have it down with science, but uh, they definitely need to make that pen bigger because you're like a can of sardines in there. If I can only imagine post game. We still got there and back for a round trip of like eight thirty, eight dollars <laughs> and thirty cents. So yeah. can't complain there. 
Yeah, crazy. All right, and then Bush, your last day in L.A., <laughs> the girl had to go see the Hollywood sign, and I yep. told you it was a long trek. Jess and I didn't make it last year. How how was the hike to the Hollywood sign? So obviously, for those of you who follow us on Instagram at Free Parking Pod, you saw my highlight story of me trekking up the uh, Hollywood sign. It was a what's a good way to put it? A catastrophe. That's the best way to put it. Um, Obviously, uphill battle, but yeah, catastrophe is better. Yeah, catastrophe is better. So. Uh, for those of you who know me, I, I said this in the Instagram. For those of you who know me, you know working out ain't it. That ain't it, Chief. <laughs> I uh, When I'm telling you that it was a 25 to 35 degree incline, maybe even 45 at one point, no kidding. Like I was feel like I was walking with a wall in front of me. That's how steep it was. I, I couldn't feel my calves. I was out of breath. Um, I was getting lightheaded because we were getting so high up in the air. Um, I mean, you name it, it was probably either happening or about to happen to me and i was dude i was struggling i don't know what hike you took there's some short ones or some long ones from your story it sounds like it was one of the longest ones to go it was kind of funny when you were talking about being on a separate mountain peak and seeing people on a different mountain peak and being like oh shit look there's people over there and then all of a sudden you guys were there at that mountain peak because the trail was so long yeah so to put it this way we started and to get to the peak took us an hour and a half. So um, walking down only took an hour because it was downhill. So you're really like momentum. Like my big ass was just like, like right down the right down the hill. Because like when you get momentum, you're just moving. So we were moving Don't quick. Trip, you'd be rolling the whole way. Yeah, but dude, just like you said, man, it was crazy. So we're on one peak. We look up to our left and we're like, oh wow, like look at those horses and people like all the way up there. Like that is awesome. Like I, I wonder where they're going. And like 45 minutes later, we're up on that peak and I'm looking down and I'm like, we were just down there 45 minutes ago. Uh, what the heck is going on? So was that near uh, the rattlesnake sign? The rattlesnake sign? Dude, when I saw that, I was about ready to turn around. Man. Was that halfway <laughs> through or was that at the beginning? It was, it was five sixths of the way there. Oh it was my like, God. Yeah. And you was see, like, oh, thanks for making the hike, by the way. Your life's in danger. <laughs> yeah, a, a sign at the beginning would have been nice. That way I wouldn't have had to walk so far before I saw the <laughs> battle. Yeah. So there was actually one piece, and it was I'm such an idiot, dude. Now thinking back, I'm such an idiot. I don't know why I did this. Rattlesnake sign, about fifty yards past it, there's this little like dirt wall that you can go up and it was basically just just like a uh I don't know, off road trail, I guess you could call it. So it's steep. It's almost like you're actually climbing a rock wall. So I'm like, and and the people I was with were like, yeah, let's do it, let's do it. And I'm like, oh right, yeah. Like, <laughs> so I'm I'm no no joke. I'm like this going. I'm like crawling hands, legs, feet, everything. Like just crawling up this hill, and I'm just slipping. I didn't wear the right shoes. I'm slipping on the dirt. I'm doing all this <laughs> stuff. Then I was just expecting a snake to just go. What? Just grab me! You didn't think. You didn't even think. Oh yeah. Oh, that's right. The snake sign was back there, and I'm like, my hands and feet are just all up in this dirt trying to climb this mountain. My goodness, dude. I don't know why I did that. Looking back, and I'm like, oh god. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys made it down. Uh, Your heart rate went back to normal. Your your oxygen levels were were there, and uh, you guys just mellowed out the rest of that day. Yeah, man. We. uh, It was the day before we left, so uh, we had a mad early flight. Yeah, we had to be at the be at the uh, airport at uh, five a.m. Yeah, um, and then uh, yeah, the rest of that day after we hiked, 
you know I wasn't doing anything. I laid on the couch all day, man. I I got all the sightseeing in I wanted to do in the, earlier in the week, which was clutch. So the last day I was able to just relax. <laughs> man, it was an awesome trip all in all. Uh, I had the best time when you guys were out here. Um, thanks for making the trip. And uh, I guess we'll, we'll go to segments now, right? Yeah, I guess about that time we hit the, uh, oh, oh, beer reviews. Yeah. Oh, true. We did the other beer review at Staples yes. Center. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so we did the beer review live inside the Staples Center. Golden Road Brewing has a satellite location right there uh, where the Kings play. And so Bush and I popped over for a, uh, a little cocktail. We had their mango cart, mango cart from Golden Road Brewing. You might have seen it back in Jersey, um, but Bush and I actually filmed it live on location. So we grabbed two of these mango cart beers and tested them out. And we're back for everyone's favorite fan segment on special assignment. We have Deaver out in California. I have just arrived this morning, and here we are at Staples Center for the beer review segment. So a California beer that I like a lot, um, Golden Road Brewing. They have a brewery right here, a spot right here in the Staples Center. Um, Bush and I are trying out the Mango Cart. Mango Cart, I know it's going to be a little fruity. It's a wheat ale. Um, and I think you got into yours a little early here. Guilty as charged. False start on the offense. Five-yard penalty. <laughs> Cheers, brother. That's good, dude. That's slamming, That's man. so good. It's slamming. It might be just because we're here yeah. at a stadium. Yeah. You're in L.A. Yeah. We're at the Kings game. It might be like that X factor, but this beer is fantastic. Yeah. Summer flavor. Um, not too heavy. Uh, again, this is a beach golf course, summertime beer. Like This is the beer. They actually have this back home um, on the East Coast. So check it out. Golden Road Brewing. Mango Cart. Bush, give me a rating. Yeah, uh, dude, this um, this beer is a little lighter than a shandy, which I'm a, a yes, which I like. So um, I'm gonna get right into the rating here and just and hit it with a nice seven nine. Yeah, seven, yeah, it's that good. It's that good. I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna do it. I think I'm gonna go in the eights. No. Yeah, dude, we're gonna go to uh, eight point three today. Eight point three for the mango cart. It's it's Delicious, it's fruity. I can't wait to drink a couple more of these. Cheers. So if you guys want to catch the visual review of the beer, uh, Mango Cart from Golden Road Brewing, um, go to our Instagram, at Free Parking Pod. You can see our footage of us at the Staples Center. Uh, you got a little, uh, what was the song in the background they were playing there? Can't was remember. It, uh, Daza Karudo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you got a little. It's Mango Cart. Yeah, exactly. So you got a little music in the background for your viewing pleasure uh, or despair. I don't know. Um, yeah, go check that out. Yeah, so um, we really like that mango cart. Um, it was solid. Um, and you can actually get that beer at PJ's uh, in South Jersey, which I also believe they have a couple in Pennsylvania. Um, and the Medford Lakes PJ Willihans, no free ads. We are going to be frequent flyer mango cart guys, I can only imagine. All right, so before you get in your cars and peel out, I know we were a week late. Sue us, get off my ass, whatever. <laughs> um, we have the shit you don't say segment, and we had a listener submission, right, Deeps? 
Yeah, Alex Bergen sent in a funny little clip from uh, Four Play Pod uh, at Barstool. It's their golf podcast, but such a power move, such an awesome, awesome thing done by Phil, um, Phil Mickelson to Jake Owen, Jake Owen, the country singer. So last year, I think it was at Jordan Spieth's wedding. Phil Mickelson was there, Jake Owen was there, and this is pretty much the weekend after the right after Phil won the match against Tiger Woods. $9 million purse. $9 million purse. So <laughs> Phil walks away with nine mil cash, and he's at this wedding. That's his next spot he has to go to. Sorry, can't go ahead and buy a yacht. You got to wait, go to a wedding. Jake Owen's there. And Jake Owen comes up to him and says, Yeah, so Jake, Jake Owen, the country singer, walks up to Phil at the wedding. Like, happy atmosphere. Everything's all good. Walks up to Phil at the wedding and goes, Hey man, I want my twenty nine ninety nine back for that horrible golf that you and Tiger put on. You guys couldn't go two under par between the both of you, etc. Just trashing Phil Nicholson right in front of his face. So Phil looks at him, dead in the eyes, straight faced, pulls out this wad of cash right out of his pocket, gives him a hundred dollar bill, and says. I just won 90,000 of these. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> Jake Owens bitching for $30 he lost to see Tiger and Phil face off face to face. And Phil just shrugs him away with a $100 bill, a wad of $100 bills, and says, take this. This should cover your refund of $30 for the pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? So, yeah, just to uh, – I, I know it's really not a shit you don't say, but it's more just like a – Wow, like that's, that's just dude. Phil's comeback of I just won ninety thousand of these. Like even I just had to do the math for a second. Like wait a minute, because I knew he won nine. No, but I should do the math like ninety, ninety thousand times a hundred. All right, that's nine something. How many zeros? And you just do the math. And like Jake Owens probably sitting there with a hundred dollar bill in his hand. Like one, two, three. He won nine million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pissed at this guy for becoming a millionaire, which he already was. But yeah, man. So uh, next week. No, not next week. Is it Masters next week? Yeah. Yep. yep. It's Masters Yo. week. Like starting on Monday. Yeah. So we have next week's pod, Masters pod. Masters Let's pod. Let's do it. Let's yeah, do we'll it. Do one. Uh, we should pick a guy. We should all pick a guy. And uh, follow him throughout. Maybe like three guys. We do some point system or something. Yeah. And, let's uh, do that real quick. Let's do that real quick. Oh, no. I got, you got to give me a second on that one. No, no, no. Pull it up. Pull it up. All right. I already know my guy. I already know my guy. I think we all know one guy, but. Uh, Let's go for let's go draft. Let's do a little draft. So we'll give Deaver the first pick. I'll take second. Jim is here, everybody. Jim is here still. So Jim, will, Jim will take the third pick. Um, and uh, Deeds, let's start off with you. All right. So my first pick, without even looking at the lineup, I, I haven't really followed him this year, but I know the man is due for a big time major, and I want him on my team. So I'm picking right off the bat, Ricky Fowler. Wow. Fan favorite hasn't jumped over the hill yet and i think this is the year he does it wow i like that i like that i'm uh i'm i'm doing it tiger woods baby put tiger on my list <laughs> tiger time i like yep. it i like jim it. you're up uh brooks kepka fellow michelab ultra enthusiast <laughs> yeah true that's a that's a good pick jim because he's he is a major like he comes to play Comes he, play. Yeah, he plays up back-to-back U.S. Open champs uh, last year and the year before that. Um, big arm Brooks Koepka goes to Jim. All right, back around to me? Yep. Back around to me. Let's see. Uh, again, like I haven't followed a ton this year, 
But I'm just going to pick off the top. Um, obviously, the next guy around who's there year in and year out had a huge meltdown. But I think he's always in the running, Jordan Spieth. Wow. Okay. That's a good pick. I like that. I like the whole boys crew, the good old boys crew here. I might yeah. add it out. Yeah, I'm actually going to steal a guy from your crew. I think okay. you know who I'm about to. I think yep. you know who I'm about to take. Uh, yep. But I, I'm going to take uh, Justin Thomas, uh, yep. Tiger, ah, Tiger, sure. and Justin Thomas. Jimbo, right back to me. Uh, I don't want to pick any villains, but uh, they're, they're nah. I can't pick a villain. Um, yeah, third pick maybe. Maybe my third pick. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Dustin Johnson. I mean, yeah. you got right. pick him. Yeah. You got it. He's a long hitter. Yeah, sure. that's that's a good pick. Dude, you got the two two of the longest hitters on your squad right now. You got oh, DJ so, and Kepka. Oh, need some finesse. Some distance. Yeah. All right, lastly, my pick. Uh, I'm going to go dark horse here. I'm not going to go front runner. Justin took the the third of the, uh, the good old boys. So I'm going to go with – I picked him like two years ago maybe in a master's pool. And uh, just a cool dude. I actually love his hat choices. Um, and green's one of my favorite colors, which he rocks a lot. Dude was one of his sponsors. Charlie Hoffman. Charlie Hoffman wow. is going to be my pick here as a dark horse. He was up there last year. I think he led, like, or he was towards the leaders on Saturday, and he fell back. He probably got, like, fifth on Sunday of two years ago. Um, Charlie Hoffman is my pick. Let's go, team titleist. Okay. Uh, and we're going to send it back over to me here. And... Here you go. Here's one you're not going to see. He's not a villain. He's not a hero. He's he's basically just one of those. Like, you hear his name, you're like, eh, whatever. But uh, Francesco Molinari is my mm-hmm. third. Ooh. Big-time villain pick from Bush there. Yeah, yeah. Francesco Molinari. Uh, all right, I'll cap it off here with uh, good old Mr. Patrick Reed will be my third. Oh, pick. God, Jim. Oh, Jim! Another villain. All yeah. Americans got to give that, but another villain. All right, Dave. so let's hear your three picks. Reiterate it real quick. Uh, Ricky Fowler, Jordan Spieth, and Charlie Hoffman. Okay, my three picks are Tiger Woods, Justin Thomas, and Francesco Molinari. Jim? Ew. I tried uh, Brooks Kepka, Dustin Johnson, and Patrick Reed. I love it, boys. I love it. All right, what do you say uh, we throw a little cash on it? Let's, sure. uh, yeah. All right, let's do it. Go. Uh, how, how does that work? Or, or a little bet. Or, or a little bet. We got to think of a, a good little wager. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? Here you go. Next time we're back in studio. Next time we're back in studio. First weekend of May when I'm back in town. The loser. The loser. So are we doing total strokes under par for Let's, our yeah. crew? Okay. Uh, yeah, but there should be like a point bonus. We'll figure out the exact scoring for like if, if your guy actually wins. Like you automatically yeah. win. Then the next two will tie break. Regardless, the worst team buys dinner and booze for the boys when we're back together in May. Yeah, that's like easy. Yep, that's easy. Done. Perfect. Yep. Can't wait, to, can't wait to pick a steak dinner from you guys. <laughs> <laughs> when Ricky takes it. Yeah, right. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to our fifth episode of Free Parking Pod. Um, I keep on saying it, but it's coming. The merchandise, get ready. Um, we have everything fully designed and ready to roll. It's a, it's a matter of us uh, just putting the order in. So uh, stay tuned for that. Deves, you have any closing thoughts? No, thanks for sticking with us. Sorry we were a week late, but we made some awesome content, awesome memories and stories here in L.A. Uh, I, I can't wait till uh, I'm back home with the boys, but it was great seeing my co-host Bush. 
um, last week in LA. So I'm looking forward to doing the pod regular scheduled next week, and uh, we'll keep rocking and rolling from there. I can't wait to to, to find out next week uh, that I want some dinner t- 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 today, <laughs> Junior. <laughs> All right, that's a wrap. <laughs> Close it. I think your love will be too much Or you'll be left